Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. Bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, we'll be talking about the NFC East. And Ryan, if you could describe the NFC East in two words, what would it be? Dumpster fire. I agree with you on that. All these teams did not do very well, but we will try our best to break down what they can do to win this division. Starting off, we have the Philadelphia Eagles and a quick recap of their season. They finished with a 4-11-1 record. And one. At least they didn't lose 12 times. Against the <laughs> Bengals. Okay. Anyways, this team did not perform as well as I initially thought they would, but they still had some bright spots. First player on my list, I had Jalen Hurts. I do too. Uh, I have down that nothing spectacular, but he gives the city some hope. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. He went the through stat- some stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the stats don't do what he did justice on the field, mm-hmm. but I think he brings it, like what you said, excitement to this organization. And I feel like the reason he outperformed is because he far exceeded the expectations I had for him. And that's why he's on my list. Yeah. I mean, he even went through some stuff with uh, Doug Peterson not being able to like make up his mind on who to start at QB. Mm-hmm. He was benched at one point after starting for a little bit too. I don't understand what happened there. But besides Jalen Hurts, I mean, I really couldn't find anyone that stood out to me. So I put Miles Sanders on my list. <laughs> and he did good because he did the same as uh, how he did last season. But not really an outperformer because still 800 yards per year, just like last season. Yeah, he was He was banged up a little bit. Going back to Jalen Hurts, though, I feel like we should give him credit. Because he literally could have been Deshaun Kaiser. He was pick 52. And Jalen Hurts was pick 53. That's really interesting. (laughs) You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jalen Hurts could have been Deshaun Kaiser. Or, you know, Deshaun Kaiser could have been Jalen Hurts. Because I feel like their play style was, like, almost identical. But, yeah, just a comparison for you. And, yeah, he's just very athletic. And I think similar to Tua, I feel like he has a lot of room for improvement when he makes that QB year two jump. I had one more player to add. It was Brandon Graham. Eight sacks, 15 tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, 46 total tackles. He finally, got, he finally got a Pro Bowl selection. I yeah. feel like he's always really underrated, and I feel like he finally got appreciated this year. Yeah, underrated for sure. I, I forgot he existed. Yeah. Now, players that underperformed. I had a couple. Did you want to go first, though, Ryan? I can start. Jalen Rieger. Rager. Oh, Jalen Rager. Okay. So, okay. Uh, as a precursor, there's, there's like a, a trend in the NFC East here with the lack of wide receiver power. So we'll start with Jalen Rieger. Round one pick right before the gritty master, Justin Jefferson. 396 yards, one TD. Uh, I mean, he, they, they make the Raiders look not bad for taking Henry Ruggs first. I wouldn't go that far. I'm sorry. I will give you credit for making Nelson Aguilar look good, though. I'll give you credit for that. No, no, no. Just hear me out, man. Like, Ruggs had better numbers than this guy. That's why he went before this guy. You know, like, thanks to the Eagles organization, I can sleep better at night. Ryan, half of Henry Ruggs' production came from that last play against the Jets when he got forty that 45-yard touchdown. Half so, his stats uh, came so, from that. So who do you have on the underperforming list for the Eagles? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I got the person throwing the ball. I got Carson Wentz. Okay. And okay. 
I will own up to it. I'm, I'm a very big Carson Wentz believer. And I was, I was shocked. I feel like I had a couple conversations with Ryan thinking that he was going to bounce back and he never did. Never 16 did. TDs, 15 interceptions. He did his best Jameis Winston impression. He was sacked <laughs> 50 times, 55-0. Only six yards per attempt per pass, probably because he was always under pressure. And I still think he's a talented quarterback. Don't get me wrong. If you asked me to pick between Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, I would still pick Carson Wentz every single day from that draft. Mm-hmm. He gets to reunite with Frank Reich in Indianapolis now. I feel like that's going to help a lot because that was also when he had his very big, prominent Super Bowl run. And another underperformer, I combined all of them, Ryan, the entire wide receiver core. Not a single wide receiver clips 550 yards. Notable mention to the ghost of Alshon Jeffrey, who is about to be released soon. The man is still limping he, off the he field was injured. as we speak. Yeah, he's still limping off the field as we speak right now. He's he, always he was injured. back for the last seven games, but he put up 115 yards in one TD in seven games. The man moves with cement blocks tied to his feet. See Can't how blame slow him. he is? Another player. Remember JJ Arthago Whiteside? Arthago Whiteside. Arthago Whiteside. My man. I think he got drafted before AJ Brown mm-hmm. or DK Metcalf. They should just not draft wide receivers. They, <laughs> so they shouldn't. Bad. They could have had Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Another they, receiver that I thought kind of underperformed, Zach Ertz. I don't know if you, you had him. Mm, Zach Ertz, okay. They're just like not using him. I feel like he's going to get traded. I I, I think so too. Because I mean, they have Dallas first, That is true. It's weird because when he first came into the league, you know, he had that really good season. Everyone's like, wow. And then they just like, no, we're not going to use you. We're going to draft another tight end. <laughs> right? It's so weird. It's like they, I don't know. Do you remember, what's his name? Brett Selig? Oh, the yeah. Tight end before him? He was actually good too. And then they drafted Zegers. <laughs> they just give up on tight ends too easily. I have one last underperformer, Darius Slay. Just no good. Very underwhelming. Not a good pickup by then. I know. They did not do well last <laughs> offseason with getting players but yeah um notable injuries though i had jalen rager miles sanders was hurt i know that because i had him on all my fantasy football teams lane johnson was also hurt and the big man jason peters and deshaun jackson oh yeah deshaun probably jackson. made you forget he even existed <laughs> yeah because he goes he shows up to one game catches a 75 yard touchdown gets hurt on that plane he doesn't come back for the rest of the year yeah. he's a one game wonder every year one game wonder yeah was this head coach fired? Doug Peterson, goodbye, sir. Yeah, for Nick Sir- Sirianni, who then hired a staff full of more Nick Sirianni's. Because did you see NBC's article? They reported this and they're like, the whole staff looks the same. Hilarious. I think I saw something like that. Yeah. Oh, God. But well, at least it gives some hope to the to Eagles fans out there. Some hope, yes. And we'll give y'all some more hope as we look ahead for this team. Mm-hmm. Positions of need as we keep ringing this bell. A wide receiver was on the top of my list. I also had linebacker, offensive line, and defensive line. Yeah, but for wide receiver, I want to make a note that just a clear cut number one because I feel like they have a bunch of twos and threes on their roster already. So mm-hmm. you just need one guy in there who can just take charge, you know, that X receiver. And I think they'll be good. Got it. They just got to draft right this time. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying they should maybe just sign a guy in free agency, but you'll you'll see why that wouldn't work because in free agency, 
looking ahead again, negative 43 mil, second worst in the league in salary cap. That's rough, but there are players that are leaving. Dejon mm-hmm. Jackson, Jason Peters, Jalen Mills, Boston Scott, and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, Corey Clement Clement is also leaving as well. So there's basically no more depth behind uh, Miles Sanders. That's fair. That is fair. Who do you think they should pick up? Well, they don't have the cap space. They're basically salary cap hell. Um, Their safety, Jalen Mills, is leaving. So I was like, huh, maybe Malik Hooker can fill in. Because he's going to come for cheap because he has an injury history. But he's a pure, like, free safety. Very good when healthy. So... I put him in there just because it's something realistic that they can afford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking I was kind of on the same page with you, but for wide receiver, uh-huh. I think it's worth taking a flyer on Laquan Treadwell. Why? Former first round pick. I still think he's talented. I think he just needs a chance. Jalen Reger Rieger is also a first round pick. Yes. He's speed and Laquan <laughs> Treadwell's um, speed. He's the, He's the size, you know. They can't have t- they can't have them both together for the number one wide receiver. So they have two number two wide receivers that both that do the make up thing. a number one receiver. <laughs> that make up a number one. I don't think it works like that, but we can be hopeful. <laughs> we can be hopeful. Yeah, they are. They are kind of stuck in terms of cap. So hopefully they can clean some of they can clean their book, that cap book, just a little bit with. I don't know, releasing some of these players, but we'll see. They're they're in a little bit of a mess. Let's just say if we can solve this cap issue on this podcast, we may as well just be general managers. <laughs> I agree with you on that. But moving on to the draft, they pick, pick six at number six. All right, who do you think they should pick? Why don't you go first? Who do, who do you have? Let's see where you take this. So I say they can go two ways. Number okay. one, they bolster their defense. They get Micah Parsons. Oh, linebacker. He has a good linebacker. Nice pass rush. You know, bring that back to their old 2017 roots when their defense led the charge. Or they can satisfy their true number one wide receiver needs, give Jalen Hurts a chance, and either draft Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle here is a little early. So I, I just hope that Jamar Chase falls to them and that the Dolphins do not take Chase. Do you want to know my hot take? What's your hot take? I think Jamar Chase will go to Miami and the Eagles are going to get fancy and get Devonta Smith. He's going to be trash. He's going to be trash because the wide receiver drafted after him, Jalen Waddle, is going to be better or just because Jamar Chase will be better? Both. (laughs) Both. I think Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle are better than Devonta Smith. Aren't we looking forward though? Looking ahead, you're yeah. you're, you're bringing back past problems into so the. I'm, I'm telling them who to draft, <laughs> who not to draft. Don't make the mistake. Don't draft and don't draft another Jalen Rager. All right, all right, all right, I agree. No, but the other guy, I always say his name, but I think this one is actually realistic here because he'll be on the board when they draft Kyle Pitts. <laughs> hear me out i just roasted you for bringing the past into this but like you said Selick was good Uh, we don't like him i'll take Ertz. Ertz is good we don't like him we'll take goder goder it's good uh we don't like him take kyle pitts i can see it 
yeah. I think they, they do run a lot of two tight end sets. So having a good second tight end or actually moving Dallas Goddard to the number two tight end role might be really well. And he is actually a really talented receiver. So I yeah, can see the, that fit very well. But the dumbest thing is that two tight end sets, they already have two tight ends for that. They just don't want them. Just don't want them. I agree with you. And now, So will this team make the playoffs, RJ? It is dependent on whether – I think it depends on whether their quarterback can take that next – the next step and the wide receivers too i agree with you on that so i, I have them have as a no team. you have them as a no i have them as a hmm because you look at the rest of this division that we're going to talk about i mean maybe there's one team that we'll talk about later i think this team will probably at least have four or five wins so no. that, that that means no playoffs okay well i mean, I mean this year was, they were still in it till till the end very true yeah Okay, I like that. So that wraps up the Eagles. And now we're moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. Correct. Quick recap of their season, 6-10. and 10. So you want to start off with players that outperformed for us? Yes. I have a kind of long list. I'm going to start off with one of my favorite players in the league. It's, it's Dak Prescott, Dakota. Dakota Rain. On track. He was on track for an MVP season. Yeah. He was carrying this team on his back terrible injury i wish the best for him hopefully he recovers fast but pay the man i understand the financial aspect aspect to tag him one more time i think it's messed up though i think he does not deserve the franchise tag again but it sucks because now that he's injured they they need to do it because it's like that security reason right you need to see Mm -hmm. if he can actually play and i feel like that really messed him up for like an actual long-term contract even though he really does deserve it because now after this year he's gonna be 29 but but yeah, that, but but that's life. So but I, I just feel like I'm 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 on the bandwagon with you. Just please re-sign Dak or franchise tag. Do whatever you can to keep him to save like people who live in Texas. They already have bad weather, no power. They're already gonna lose Deshaun. Like might as well just give him Dak. Just keep one quarterback. <laughs> but mm-hmm. oh yeah, what were you gonna say? Finish your thought. Oh no, I was just gonna say just just give him somebody. Give him somebody. <laughs> Leave one guy left for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A player that I want to talk about as well, C.D. Lamb. 935 uh, yards, five TDs, very good wide receiver, good compliment to Amari Cooper. Ryan, I know you love Amari Cooper very much. Love him so much. This team will be scary when they get Dag back, I think. Three pretty solid wide receivers. And yeah, Ryan, how does it make you feel that you could have had C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper on the same team? Can you believe that? You could have had that too. I, yeah, but good things don't happen to us, Raider fans. <laughs> so we're not talking about that. You just flamed Henry Ruggs, so let's move on. But but props to C.D. Lamb, though. He has five TDs, Amari Cooper, five TDs, 935 yards for C.D., 1,100 yards for Amari. He basically put up Amari's numbers. Very true. With a trash quarterback. Well, I want to say trash. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. Dude. I know. I took, it back. I took it back. I took it back. I took it back. And a sprinkle of Ben DiNucci, too, towards the end. <laughs> ben DiNucci. <laughs> Love that, man. Um, Do you have any other players that outperformed? I had, I had two Alden. more. Okay. I have Alden Smith. I Go for it. Yeah. Okay. No, I did not. Because, to be honest, I thought this guy was done with football. I, mm-hmm. I didn't think he would come back. But he came back, put up one and a half sacks less than D-Law. So it's not a bad season for him. He 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 did better than some of the Raiders D linemen. 
I can agree with you on that. My last two players were just minor um, players that outperformed or at least beat my expectations. Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz. Okay. Tony Pollard did a really good job, I feel like, being that 1.5 running back. And I'll talk about that later, very, very soon. And Dalton Schultz did a really good job replacing Blake Jarwin after his ACL tear. Yeah, they, they didn't do bad. So those are your last two, right, for outperformers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so players we can, like, that underperformed. Yeah, uh, I got two. I got I'm two. Sure. You can go first, though. No, no, I'm, I'm sure we have that same guy. You can, you can you say his name. So we'll go with the one that I think we both have. It's Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, sir. 900 yards, only four yards per carry. He was not productive as a runner. I understand that he battled injuries, and I know that he did not look the same when Dak got hurt as well. The whole offense didn't look as good. Now, the stats are not terrible. 900 yards is still really good, but they're just not Ezekiel Elliott numbers. They're not. It's, it's not super bad numbers at all, but if you want to be in the conversation of being a top two to three running back in real life and fantasy, you got to do better than that. I agree you gotta, with you. Yeah. Um, he did a better performance of mocking Dak on crutches than his own performance on the field. I, I could agree with you on that. I'm going to ask you a spot question right now. Is Ezekiel Elliott good because of the offensive line, or do you think he's actually talented? Um, should I say the right answer so that Ezekiel Elliott does not try to find my address? <laughs> you should say the answer that's in your heart, Ryan. The answer in my heart is that the O-line sucked this year. That's why Ezekiel Elliott sucked. But every running back needs a good O-line, so you can't blame Elliott for, for, for all his troubles, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. You know, you can blame everything for his own struggles. It's Jalen Brown. You know you're screwed when you're labeled as a coverage linebacker and you're lost in coverage. He bites on every single play action. Like, bro. Wait, wait, Jalen Smith, right? Jalen Smith. I'm so sorry. Did I say, what did I say? Jalen Brown. I was a little confused. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm going to see which player this is. And I realized linebacker is Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, I apologize. He bites on every, on literally every play action. You know, if he literally just paused after the ball was snapped, he would probably be in coverage more often. (laughs) He, he came out. I think he was a very, he was going to be a first rounder, but he had that knee injury when he came out. Mm-hmm. And he just hasn't lived up to his hype. I, I think the you. other that guy that hasn't lived up to his hype is a kind of underperformer, but he was kind of injured this year. Was uh, Leyen Vander Etch? Oh yeah, that guy just can't stay healthy. Like thirteen missed games in two seasons. Like I don't want to say Lee. anything, but like his neck brace is not doing much to save him from injuries. <laughs> I feel like he he reminds me a lot of Sean Lee. Yeah, Sean Lee. Huntley is still on that roster. Yeah, but he does not look the same anymore. <laughs> yeah, because he's kind of old. He's kind of up there in age. And he got and he got injured a lot. But he was really talented when he was on the field. But yeah, yeah. Um, notable injuries though. Moving on, Dak Prescott, Blake Jarwin, Tyron Smith, and Lael Collins. Yeah, basically that O line just couldn't get healthy. I think the only player that was able to kind of stay active was Zach Martin. Yeah, everyone no. else was just kind of like on off whatever. And whether or not the head coach was fired or not. <laughs> Mike McCarthy was not fired, but I think that's a little debatable. I said the same thing. I said Mike McCarthy was not fired, but boy, I feel like it was close. Very close. (laughs) So is he a good coach? Okay, spot question, as you would call it. Is he a good coach, or is Aaron Rodgers just a good quarterback? (laughs) I think Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. So so 
if you guys are still here next year when we recap the Dallas Cowboys season again, their head coach will be fired. Yes. yes. Unless Dak is that good. <laughs> Unless Dak is that good. He'll be the next A-Rod. Yes. All right. Looking ahead, though, positions of need. I had three, cornerback, offensive line, defensive line. Yeah, I, my main one was DBs and a left tackle. Because they sense. need corners and safeties, and Tyron Smith is not getting any younger or healthier. I agree with you on that. In terms of free agency, they have a couple of players leaving. Tyrone Crawford, Dak Prescott, Sean Lee, Andy Dalton, Cameron Irving, and Alden Smith. Alden Smith, yeah. And uh, three of their DBs are leaving. Chidobi, Awuzi, Jordan Lewis, Xavier Woods. That's why I noted the position of need as DB. Players this team should pick up. Who do you think? All right. I got a couple. So the list is a little long. Matt Judon to replace Alden Smith. <laughs> Matt Judon, his name. Every every week. Love every it. week. At a discount. Forgot to say <laughs> at, this. At a discount. At a discount. Bud Dupree to replace Alden Smith. Von Miller. Might as well sign Alden Smith because he's probably cheaper. Don't sign Von Miller. Yeah, just, just oh. get Alden Smith. <laughs> just get they Alden both Smith. like weed. <laughs> they also have Kawan Short. I think Tyson Alualu and maybe Shelby Harris if they're a little under the cap. Okay. So big note I had was just re-sign Dak or franchise tag him. That's number one, mm-hmm. no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, one guy that I found pretty interesting is Dalvin Tomlinson. He's like a nose tackle for, for, for the Giants. And mm-hmm. this is taking a guy from your division rival who's capable of stopping the run because the Cowboys have issues of stopping the run. So it's a win-win situation for them. Very true. Very true. And moving like on to the, the draft. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. It's okay. I was going to jump ahead. But, yeah, moving on to the draft. Go for it. They picked 10th in the draft. Who do you think they should pick? I think they either go cornerback or offensive tackle here. In terms of offensive tackle, Rashawn Slater. Oh, okay. Rashawn Slater. Unless they that trade works, up too. For, unless they trade up for Penny Sewell. Because I think, uh-huh. think Penny Sewell is going to be the first tackle off the board, even Definitely. though I don't think he's the best one. So, but you I have a lot of fit. interesting, controversial opinions this year. Just yeah. not not agreeing with the analyst rankings. Yeah, so I think I actually think Penesul has the most upside, but Rashawn Slater is the most polished offensive tackle. In He's the most class. ready. He's the most NFL higher ready, floor, lower ceiling type of deal. Yes, exactly. That's why I prefer him like consistently more i mean i understand that peninsula has like the size and the ability to but like i like to see it now and they need to see it now to protect Dak prescott which is why i think rashawn slater is a really good fit here or christian derisaw who's the second or the third best offensive tackle i feel like great zone blocker he has a lot of great technique and he's grown a lot through virginia tech standout franchise left tackle yeah like what i said the third best offensive lineman in the draft and lastly to address cornerback Caleb Farley I think he's the best cornerback in the draft and he's a great replacement for losing Byron Jones to free agency last year mm-hmm. I agree um I'm I'm leaning towards more of the offensive tackle pick I think it's not a sexy pick whenever you pick an offensive lineman but it's a responsible pick here and it'll, it'll whoever they pick can play a huge part in allowing the Cowboys to relive their glory days as having like an elite o-line in the league I agree that makes a lot of sense. Now, will this team make the playoffs? I say no. What do you think? Dak's coming off. Okay, unless Dak comes off of this injury looking 
better than he was before, like same thing through his first six games of the 2020 season, then yeah, they, they'll, they'll make it, but I don't know if he can do it because right now we don't even know if they're going to resign him. That's true. Okay. So if they can keep Dak, they have a chance. That's what I I agree. Because the thing is that Dak doesn't have to be better than what he was before his injury because he was already really good. Exactly. If he can at least do 90, 95, and then warm up to it afterwards to reach 100% and just be regular Dak, I feel like they have a really good chance. But as of right now, probably no. I agree. All right. That wraps up the Cowboys then. Yes, we'll move on to the New York Giants. Quick recap of their season right now. Record was 6-10. and 10. So same record as the Cowboys. They but made they it out on better? top. <laughs> Yeah, but did they do better? Maybe I feel like here's my take. I think they did better potentially during this. Uh, okay, no, they didn't do better because yeah. I'm just looking at what I have down for this team right here, and this team looks pretty pathetic. I'm sorry to you, Giants fans. They they, they have less hope than the Cowboys. They are a work in progress, but they do have some pieces to work around. Like James Bradbury. Yeah, I have him too. First Pro Bowl of his career, 18 pass. So his defense, uh, three interceptions. He, You know, a crazy stat. Last year, 61.7 rating. This year, 79.8. So he basically plus 20, man. He did good. Very good. And, you know, just to really highlight how good James Bradbury is, he went up against Terry McLaurin and Amari Cooper twice. Mm-hmm. He also went up against DK Metcalf once this year. Like, he's pretty good. He's not um, bad. He is not a bad cornerback. He's pretty – he was underrated for, for a while now, so I'm glad that he finally got that, that Pro Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I didn't really know of him before this season. Mm-hmm. Another guy I have, Leonard Williams. I don't know if you have him. 11.5 sacks. Another solid pickup by the Giants here. I agree with you. Hopefully – I don't know if he's leaving in free agency. I feel like I wrote that in my notes. but He is leaving in free he agency. He is. I hope they do re-sign him, though. I mean, yeah, they, they gave up a lot of draft capital to get him. Very true. I also put Jabril Peppers. I oh, thought he, yeah, he he's pretty good. He he had some flashes whenever he was on the field. So, yeah, I really like him. I feel like he's a really good cornerstone piece for this defense. Better on the Giants than he was on the Browns. I agree with you on that. Players that underperformed. What do you got? Daniel Jones. Okay. <laughs> he cool. let Manti Teo's casper of a girlfriend get to him on that one play <laughs> under three thousand yards 11 tds for 10 interceptions he's like pulling his best impression of Jameis winston yeah the turf monster man you can't escape him sometimes <laughs> that but, I, I don't understand what happened like was he like looking up at the big screen and he tripped i think he was moving faster than he actually should have been moving <laughs> he didn't realize he could run that fast exactly but okay I think Daniel Jones is actually a decent quarterback, and I feel like he needs better weapons and better protection for him. Quick question. Does he remind you of Jared Goff when he plays? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, so here, here's my argument to that, though. He looks like Jared Goff, but without the weapons. So what can he be with weapons? Traded in a few years. Is that where you're going? Or <laughs> I'm, so I'm sorry, saying, Daniel Jones. I'm saying if he gets true weapons, maybe he can take the next step. Exactly. I, I agree with you on that because the next um, 
I guess, group of players that I have that underperform is just all the wide receivers on this team. No one really stood out for him. I'll, I'll extend that to all the pass catchers. Oh, yeah. I can't forget about Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. One of my bullet points says fake pro bowler. <laughs> he, had, he had one TD. I, I don't get it. I still don't understand why people draft him so high in fantasy. It's because he's fast. It's yeah, the- but you can't catch. If you're Henry Ruggs, you're fast, and you still can't catch. Well, I mean, I feel like you've been internalizing a lot of your pain as a Raiders fan. Just came out there, Ryan. Oh, my. I apologize. We'll, we'll clip for lashing out right there. We'll, we'll, we'll clip that. Don't worry. I think notably, though, Darius Slate. I have two stats for you. Okay. Okay. The man's not consistent. One game. Yes. Nine targets, four receptions, which is already not that good. He only kept, <laughs> caught half of it for 70. Less than half. <laughs> Less than half, 74 yards, right? Zero TDs or what? Zero TDs, yeah. Okay, okay. The game after that, eight targets, three receptions. So that part's consistent for 31 yards. Got it. So he regressed in the wrong direction. So do you think this was entirely his fault or Daniel Jones' performance as well? And that whole offense just not clicking. I think it's the whole offense looking like a looking like a mess. That's that's the, that's the best way to put it. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, Darius Layton, he's just not the guy because I think people picked him up in our fantasy league. He just but no one ever had the courage to start him you can't <laughs> then you you don't have the courage to drop him either he's like a he, he's like the bench warmer that you can't get rid of yeah i agree with you on that i agree with you but yeah those were the players that underperformed there are a lot though so hopefully mm-hmm. you read to talk about receivers so we'll, we'll probably bring that up later on when we talk about this team but notable injuries the most notable i feel like in terms biggest of biggest one Saquon Barkley, did you know he tore both his ACL and MCL? I didn't know. I thought it was just the ACL. I thought so too. But so his whole know. knee's busted. Yeah, the whole knee gave in. Uh, so, yes. Rip to all the fantasy owners out there then. Our hearts are with you. Yes. Hopefully, I think he'll bounce back though. I feel like I feel like he has the work ethic similar to um, Adrian Peterson, which is why I'm not concerned about his ACL tear. Uh-huh. Comparing him to a Hall of Famer already. Yeah, the man still plays. Is Adrian Peterson still playing right now? Yes. He played oh. last season. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But um, some other players, Lorenzo Carter and O'Shane Zimenez. You know them? They're their pass oh, rushing no. linebackers. Oh. Yeah. I like them a lot. Actually. Oh, so you know a lot about them then? I know a decent amount. Oh, They're okay. pretty good. One had an Achilles tear. One had a shoulder injury. Like, I feel like they have a lot of potential, but they just need to be on the field. They just get injured a lot, which is why you don't hear about them. I see. I feel you on that. Okay. And the last player I had was Andrew Thomas, their rookie tackle. Yes, the tackle. Wait, oh. that was their top 10 pick, right? Yeah. Or a – yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, just double And I had one last player, Golden Tate, broken ego. <laughs> just kidding. It was a calf. That's okay. <laughs> Golden Tate okay. just never looked the same since he left the Lions. Yeah, and I can never look at him the same after what happened with him and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. 
He was just trying to stand up for his sister, man. He's a good brother. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I really do feel very bad. Golden like, Tate, I, I, you ever watch this? Like, don't you want to stand up for Golden Tate as well? But then you realize who he's going up against, DK Metcalf, and you're like, I'm so sorry. You're going to take this fight on your own. <laughs> I feel I felt so bad for him, but yeah, because um, he he's not a feisty guy either. He was just trying to defend his damn sister. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Oh, and sorry, I I said DK Metcalf. I meant to say Jalen Ramsey. He's yeah. also scary. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Moving on though, whether or not the head coach was fired, Joe Judge was not fired, and I think they have to ride with him for at least another year or so. Yeah, I think next year when they have all the pieces back together is when you can fully judge where this really, team is going. Yeah. You think they're really going to have the pieces though? I mean, Saquon is going to come back, right? Saquon can only do so much with his knees now. <laughs> you just you you just called him a Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but he can he's only supposed just... to carry this team. Got it. Okay, that's a fair argument. Mm-hmm. All right, though, looking ahead, positions of need. I, I got the oh go ahead go for it no go for it I got the I got the D line because Leonard Williams free agency and that guy I mentioned earlier Delvin Tomlinson is also leaving so maybe shore up that D line again I got wide receiver and I also got D line mm-hmm. question mark was on um, whether or not they could resign Leonard Williams but wide receiver Darius Slayton maybe he's a solid number two I think Sterling Shepard's really good in the slot and they need the true number one. Yeah, or just pass catchers in general, because like like you guys know, we we have our thoughts about Evan Ingram. So uh, a guy like Hunter Henry could help. I agree. I agree. So who should they pick up or who do you think they should pick up? I think that they should pick up. a. They need to work on their line, some cheap options, something like that. After you Judon as a discount? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> no, no. this time. Oh, okay. I got um, Tack McKinley. Oh, Tack. Is he on the Raiders or is he still in the Raiders? You tell me. It's your team. He keeps bouncing yeah. around. Yeah, he, he keeps bouncing around from the past practice squad. You know, I don't, I don't understand either. I think he's still a little bit talented, though. So maybe take a flyer on him. Shelby Harris, Derek Wolf, who used to be really good. So maybe they could come back. And maybe Alden Smith, they could bring him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for skill skill players, skill position players, I think I said Hunter Henry earlier. I kind of really like Kenny Galladay here because he's big and tall. Just just give Daniel Jones somebody out there that can jump for the ball. I really like that, actually. You know, I can I can kind of see him in those colors too. Yeah, you know what? Let's get Kenny Galladay. Yeah. But the problem is, is they have 900 in cap space that's why i picked the players that i did for, for free agency. <laughs> exactly i i mean i gave giants fan a little like i don't know a little dream scenario you know yeah some hope that's what we're here for giving y'all some hope mm-hmm. you can also get some hope through the draft where they pick 11th and i have one player on this list it's an edge rusher it's kawiti pay oh you you went d-line I did. High ceiling, great personality. He reminds me of, um, he has a similar mindset to like Javon Kinlaw, where he's Mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. humble and he's ready to play every single day. And I think he's trying to like imitate his game after um, Yannick Ngakwe. And he's a good player. So I'm like, oh. That's a good role model to have. (laughs) 
if he can be like Yannick Ngakwe, I think he can be really good in this league. I see. I I agree with that. However, I went with a totally different player and went different route. I said I like Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddle here. Add some speed to that offense. Because like, like we said earlier, I don't think they can afford Galladay. So go 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 grab a uh, a wide receiver from the draft. Go with the cheaper option. Yeah. I had one last bullet point for Kawiti Pay. Mm-hmm. He passes the name test for me. <laughs> Ex- explain to the viewers of this podcast what the name test is. I don't think we ever went over that yet. The name test is when the announcers or when you say their name, it just sounds right. Kawiti Pay with the sack, it just rolls off your tongue. Very good. I think he, I think he's going to be good. Okay, so here's a question for you, for, for the name test, right? There's one guy that you really do not like. His name is Cleland Farrell. If you didn't know how he would do in the NFL and you say Cleland Farrell with the sack in the backfield, does, does it pass the test? It's not, it did not. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought it could have. And, and that's why it didn't work. When y'all picked him, what, fourth? Sneaky pick. Oh man, I can't world. wait to talk about the AFC West, man. You shocked the world at the end of the day, y'all shock yourselves. Yo, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 save that for the AFC West. Okay. Will they make the playoffs? I got them at a no. I'm sorry, Giants fans. How about you? I got them at a no as well. I'll be surprised. I was I was surprised that they were even the second team in the conference this year. Well, they were in a dumpster fire. Very, very true. But I do feel like there's one team that could kind of redeem this whole division. It's the Washington football team. They went seven and nine, which was pretty good. It was enough to made it to the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They really did. With a seven and nine record. Seven and I feel nine. Like that kind of kind of screwed them up a little bit because when we get to the draft section, they 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 fell. They're picking really late for yeah. for the, for their record. They really are. So they really win in their division. We'll see. But they do have a lot of good pieces to work with. I agree. Start, starting off, Antonio Gibson, dual threat running back, started 10 games, almost 800 yards, 11 TDs, 36 receptions. I can see him being a very good focal point for this offense. And he's the Christian McCaffrey for Ron Rivera. I agree with that. He more TDs than Ezekiel Elliott, than his division rival. Very true. Another guy, I'm sure you have this guy too, Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, defensive rookie of the year. And I think this is exactly what the Texans thought they were getting when they drafted Javadavion County around this spot too. I, I agree with you on that. You know something notable too? Four pass deflections. Yeah. Like Hands he up, swats he, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really like that in a defensive line. This defensive line reminds me a lot of like the 49ers from last year. I feel mm-hmm. like this is going to be a really good sneaky defense next year if they can get some secondary help. I had one last player. Go for it. Scary Terry. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Yeah, 1,100 yards or 1,100 plus yards. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to see a few more TDs from him, but it was Washington. I mean, I don't think they're completely there yet, but he'll do better next season. I think he missed a game too. Oh, he did? So he, he, put, up, he put up too. those numbers and he missed Yeah, and he missed a, he missed a game. He's great in everything that he does. He does everything well 
great separation, runs routes very well. He's mm-hmm. a very good wide receiver in this league, and I feel like he deserves a lot more credit. Yeah, I got I got two more guys. Uh, Alex Smith, he can actually still play. I mean, the the reason the Redskins picked this low in the draft is because, like, Alex Smith, he won them five of their seven games. So he still has something left in him. I mean, he's definitely not the future, but I think he outperformed for what people expected of him this year. Um, last guy, we talked about him before, Logan Thomas, converted QB. He 670 yards, six TDs. He, he was a pretty good tight end. I agree with you. Yeah. Again, a lot of really good pieces, but there were some underwhelming players. I only have Mm -hmm. one. I I have have one one too. I only have one. I wonder if it's the same one. I'll go first. I have Dwayne Haskins. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do I need to say more, man? 15th overall, just two drafts ago. I don't want to say it because this is, might be too soon, but like flamed out almost as fast as Isaiah Wilson. Oh, very true. What do you have to say about Dwayne Haskins? Five TDs, seven interceptions, bonehead mistakes on the field, poor decisions off the field. I think it was good that they released him. He was not, especially because he was not the pick that the current team wanted. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know that, but no one in that building wanted Dwayne Haskins and they drafted Dwayne Haskins anyways. Yeah. But you know what team he's he's on right now? The Steelers. I think he has a chance to be really good. In that After system. Big Ben? Yes. I think Mike Tomlin can can help him get on track. That offense may work. Two may. decent wide receivers may work exactly. So Which we'll two? See. So like Chase Claypool and... Deontay Johnson. Ah, uh, the guy that drops the ball. Yeah, Butterfingers. Unfortunately. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, moving on to notable injuries, though. Alex Smith... Kyle Allen, who literally had the same injury as Alex Smith, Mm -hmm. prayers up. Landon Collins, hopefully he can have a bounce back in the NFL altogether. And sneaky one, Reuben Foster. Oh, yeah. You got him from the – they got him from the Niners, and he was just kind of sitting second on the depth chart. Yeah, he got got an ouchie, though. I feel like the talent is there, but he just needs to stay on the field, whether it be because of off-the-field issues or his own health. He just needs to stay on the field. True. So looking ahead, positions of need, I have quarterback as like just capital letters, quarterback. Quarterback. I also had tight end corner, cornerback and offensive line. Okay. So in free agency, 38 mil, fifth most in the league. So they, so they have money to work with. However, players that are leaving, their right guard, Brandon Scherf. Scherf. Mm-hmm. 30 years old, kind of old. Ryan Kerrigan, also old. 33 years old, their their uh, defensive end, and their kicker, Duskin Hopkins, is also leaving. Interesting. So who do you think they should pick? In free agency? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I feel like we can have a conversation here because if they want to go QB in free agency or through trade, uh, I mean, I got Mariota as a cheap option if you want to trade for him or just wait till he gets cut or released. Watson, or Cam Newton. I think we mentioned this before, but reunite Cam Newton with Ron Rivera. Maybe sparks might fly. Interesting. I went a different approach. I think they should maybe bulk up the offensive line, get someone like Joe Thunny, Thuny, mm-hmm. Russell Okun, you know, pr- protect whichever quarterback y'all bring in. 
Um, maybe work on the secondary, AJ Boye. Maybe you can get him for cheap. He can at least be a 1.5 slash two cornerback. Get someone else in the draft. Maybe get some more weapons. John U. Smith mm-hmm. is a really good tight end, in my opinion. Corey Davis to be the number two to Terry McLaurin or Brashad Perriman on a cheap contract. I think another guy that might stand out just because of his connections to Ron Rivera is Curtis Samuel. I think he'll come much cheaper than Corey Davis. I think that might be a sneaky pick for them. I I like that. I like that pick a lot, actually. If they if they can get Curtis Samuel again, mm-hmm. that would be a really good compliment to Terry McLaurin. That would be now, spicy. And imagine if they get new into it, it would just be like the Panthers in Washington. They run in the back. Yeah. So in the draft, they pick 19th. Do you mind if I go first with this? Yes, you can. All yours. The floor is yours. Everyone. Some of the mock drafts I've been seeing say they should go wide receiver, like Rashad Bateman. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. Wrong. Wrong. Last week, we talked about a player who needed to be in a good scheme with a good coach and weapons around him. How do you not bring in Mac Jones to this team? Because there is Trey Lance. Wow, you think Trey Lance is better. You think well, Trey Lance is going to stay at 19? Uh, okay, I don't want to deflect too much from wherever you're going with Mac Jones, so super quick. I just think Trey Lance could go here. I'm not saying he's better than Mac Jones, but he fits the mold of Cam Newton a little bit better than Mac Jones. So it gives Ron Rivera something similar to work with who's just kind of younger and more raw. That's a good point. That is a very good point. I wasn't going to say much more about Mac Jones because we talked about him a lot last week. I just felt like in free agency, bolster the offensive line, give him an extra weapon or two. The defense is already solid. Get the quarterback of the future and start winning some more games. Yeah. So will they make the playoffs? What do you think? Yes. I think so too. I had yes, just because this division is doo-doo. Because of divisions, dude, I think that this team is going to impress a lot of people next year. So you think I that think rookie quarterback is gonna just gonna impress? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because the the defense looks fine. Very true. I think they have one of the better defenses in this division. All right. And last thing that we always do: end of the year division standings. Start Who? us off. Okay. <clears throat> I have. Washington leading the charge. They'll take the division very easily. I also have them at number one because that was the only team that we said will make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. This one is where it gets spicy. Who I go? have I have Philadelphia second. I have Dallas second. Fair. Okay. So why do you have Philly second? Let's start with that. I have concerns that Dallas will um resign Dak. That they won't resign Dak, or okay, or if okay. he's not one hundred percent, very true. But I feel like I I put Dallas here because I think they'll just franchise tag Dak. Worst case scenario, I I, I think analysts or news reporters are just creating up a little story right now. But with if they can like upgrade that offensive line, do what we said about drafting uh, offensive tackle in the draft, I think Ezekiel Elliott can bounce back, and they could they could win the second spot. But if their defense is doo-doo, then what? 
and you asked Dak, hey, uh, remember last season, the first six games? Uh, can you do that again? Run it back? <laughs> yeah, can that's, you please run it back? That's why I have Dallas last. You have Dallas last. I have yeah. Philly last. So at least we can agree on the first and third spot. Yes. I, I think I trust what they're doing in Philly. Just a little bit. I don't know. I think they have the pieces there. If they can get like the actual like chemistry going, I feel like they'll mm-hmm. be okay. Again, I think that Washington's going to run away with this division. And we're literally talking about teams who are going to be what? Six and 10, five and 11. <laughs> True. Like <laughs> we're just, we're just putting them there. Like we all know that that's kind of where the direction of this division's going, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what actually happens next year. Yeah. And I think that wraps up this episode. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We will catch you guys next Friday when we talk about the AFC North. We're going to break down these teams and talk about an actually very good division when compared to this week's episode. So will Joe Burrow bounce back? We'll find out next week. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.